Welcome to Zero to CEO, where seasoned entrepreneurs will teach you how to succeed. I'm your host, Jason Sherman. In today's episode of Zero to CEO, I have founder and CEO of Be the Change HR, Leilani Cure. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. This is exciting because this topic is very cool, social entrepreneurship insights, and this is an entrepreneurship podcast. So you have some great insights uh, to give everybody that is listening and watching. Um, I like the quote um, that you sent me about Mahatma Gandhi, be the change you wish to see in the world. That is so powerful because uh, so many people out there, they don't really know how to change the world, you know, and, and they wish they could, they have ideas and whatnot. So before we talk about business stuff, which is always obviously, you know, the main topic, how do you you know, see, how, how, how do you do that? How do you change the, the world in, in, in your yeah. view? You know, what's, what's your secret? I was just talking about this yesterday. You know, if you, if you take a look at the world and the current state or things that have happened and you really start thinking about all of the terrible things that happen, right? It could be really, really overwhelming. And I think the way to overcome that is to really think about, well, what can I do? Um, what can I do within myself in order to be a, a kinder, more gentle person? And what can I do in my own sphere of influence to make the world a better place? You can't solve world hunger. You can't end trafficking on your own. But what you can do is make sure that you dedicate part of what you do to to make the thing that you are really passionate about better in this world. And that's how you really do it. That's awesome. Great answer. And, you know, what's what's funny is everybody feels so powerless. You know, we're living yeah. in, in these historic moments where, like you mentioned, there's so many things happening at the same exact time between the war, pandemic, inflation and the world falling apart, climate change. Yeah. So everyone feels so helpless. So, so the the mindset of I don't matter because I'm only one person is false. Like, obviously, every person who can contribute to the world in some small way, it will change for the positive. Mm -hmm. How do you apply that to a company with employees? Because, you know, same thing. The company is so big or so small. How does each person contribute in, in each way to, to keep the momentum going and make things go in the right direction? Yeah. I think when you have a social impact business like we do, it becomes much easier. And then when you have, you know, just, just a, a business that has a, a piece with corporate social responsibility, you really have to work, I think, a little bit harder. But the way to do that when it comes to making sure that the business, um, the impact that the business has to make the world a better place is felt by the individuals within the organization is to, well, include them. So make sure it is part of, I mean, the easy stuff, right? Your socials, your website, but the other stuff of where if your business is doing something to make the world a better place, make sure you integrate it into all the things you do. One great tip for everyone is, you know, if you do do this, um, it's a great interview question. You can ask the people who you're interviewing to make sure that the folks that you're bringing into your organization really tie in and have and they feel like that connection with what the business is doing. Ask them a question around that or ask them maybe how does volunteerism play a role in your life. And so you're already setting the stage of there's a reason why you asked that, right? Because the business does these things. And so that can help sort of facilitate that sense of um, the business does something. And I also am a stakeholder in that. And then you can weave that into lots of different things that the business does based on what that impact piece is. 
That's great because the pandemic has brought us uh, the great resignation. It has brought us mm -hmm. now quiet quitting. I've noticed there's a lot of these new terms that are not new. They're old, but they've revamped them using, you know, TikTok and things like that mm -hmm. uh, as to why people are saying, well, no, we don't need the jobs. You need us. And so we're going to yeah. put our we're going to put our foot down and, you know, we're going to we don't care about you because you don't care about us. So. How do you become an employer that people care about so that they do want to work for you? And it's not just a job because that's what right. it is. In the end, it's just a job. You're getting a paycheck. But how do you make it more than that? How do you make it so that they care about what it is you're offering the public? Yeah, I mean, it, it's to, to turn that around and care about the people that are working for you. Um, one of the things that I do in this organization that's really, really important to me is that I always put my people first. Now, in theory, that sounds easy, right? Oh, that's very easy. Yeah. <laughs> in, in reality, you know, when things are going um, wrong in the business, whatever that looks like, um, or if something isn't going the way that the the owner or leadership wants to, and you have someone also with a personal issue, or they need, let's say, a simple example, time off, they come first. And so with, with this philosophy of always putting your people first, even when it's really uncomfortable, I think pays in, 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 in droves if you can do that. Um, and we do that here. And I'm, I'm really proud. I'm going to wince because I always get a little shy about our, our work environment. But I know we have an amazing culture. But part of that is people always first. I always have their back. If they make a mistake, I will take the fall. Right. And, you, and then you mentioned have a being a session after. You mentioned being uncomfortable. I want to go back. You mentioned being uncomfortable. Right. And, and, and I want to know for people listening who may be business owners, how do you get through that? Because that's, t that's yeah. a very touchy topic. Um, you know, how do you get through those moments where, you know, I have to do this with this employee or this with this employee, but it's uncomfortable. How do you get through those moments? Mm. Um, I love uh, taking stuff at face value and saying ex that exact thing. Hey, I know this is uncomfortable. <laughs> and then you can start. And because it just sets the stage, like we all know this is in, and it could be any situation. Give, from... me an give me an example. Give me a good example of what people might go through. This is such an HR answer. Okay, so um, <laughs> if we were going to talk to some, and it's a difficult one, if you're going to talk to someone about, let's say, body odor, right? Oh, that, oh, put right? The, you put the odor on their desk, right? That's how you do it. No, you don't, because <laughs> okay. that's not it's, you. It's a joke. <laughs> right. That's, a, that's so the wrong putting, answer, right? So what's the right yeah. answer? <laughs> so putting them versus, is, is, and this is like, oh my gosh, like how am I going to have this conversation? And so it starts out, hey, this is going to be a, a, a uncomfortable conversation. Right. It Awkward. might be even really painfully uncomfortable but I, but I want to have this conversation with you because I care about you and it, it, again it's going to be uncomfortable so like take a deep breath I do this and take a deep breath right take a deep breath I have to address something that has to do with your personal hygiene and then you go into it right. and it's not like hey you need to wear deodorant and it's like let's start first if there's something is there something that you need or something that I need to know to support you to, to like open up this conversation to just talk about it you're safe here I'm not judging you is there what any way is there any way we can yeah. help you you know is there anything you need you know maybe yeah, they could, not could, maybe their water was shower. turned off at home yeah maybe they yeah. their water was shut I mean, off you never, you know. never know there's all there's 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 um they could like be in, in between reasons, apartments and, yeah, yeah so many things you so it's really know. it's really about acknowledging the fact that it's going to be awkward or uncomfortable and then kind of going into it yeah. with that mindset so that both parties understand. That makes sense. And um, a deep breath, I think, helps too. 
Well, if there's bad body <laughs> odor, the deep breath might be tough. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. It's a tough true, one. But, right? I, but, I, but I got you. But I got you. So um, there's a, a, a pretty uh, ubiquitous term in entrepreneurship. It's a fail fast, fire fast, and it's all about getting people in and out as quickly as possible to figure out who's good at, at, at their job and who's not. So how do you become a good fire, for the lack of a better term? How, how do you become someone who can fire quickly or, or well so that people don't feel like, oh, man, I was just fired? Um, yeah. Because that, that can be very uh, disconcerting to people. It could be, you know, a, a damper on their mood and then they might not want to get another job because they feel like they were worthless. How do you lift them up? Yes. So, I mean, the, the first answer to this question is hire, right? But that doesn't happen. That's okay. It happens. Um, and then the second is whatever that path is to the person being let go, it needs to be taken gently and with respect for that other person with the understanding that they're a human being and they have a life and they have bills to pay and they've got, you know, people maybe relying on them. And so to, to take it from that standpoint, to understand all those things makes the process, I think, a little bit easier when you start, let's say it's bad performance, start coaching them on the bad performance. Let's say it's a layoff. I mean, this is really tough stuff. A loss of a job is one of the major losses, like death or divorce, right? Um, so you have to, if you, if you understand that. Well, for a lot of people, plan. it's their identity. For, for a lot of people, it's yeah. their identity. Like some people, like I, I know people have a, a job or career and that's it. That's all they do all day long. And they get home, they don't really have any hobbies or, or interests mm-hmm. like besides binge watching. So when they lose their job, they're losing their identity. So how do you help someone through that? Yeah, you know, um, again, with the path, of, you know, making sure it's gentle in whatever way you do that. And then the way that you, you offboard them and then offer support after, I mean, even if you don't like the person, it doesn't matter. Like this is someone's livelihood. So in, in these conversations, there's services that do outplacement services, but even if you're like a small, you know, business and you can't afford something like that, you can help, you know, with resources of referrals. You, I know every entrepreneur out there has an amazing network. You can help with that. You can help with resume writing services and just general encouragement of though, even though we're departing right now, I will help you to that next step by doing, and then fill in the blank X, Y, Z, not forever. That's why I say you gotta, you gotta put some parameters around it, but help them out to make that transition. That's great. So you own a social enterprise business and maybe Mm -hmm. others out there want to change the world in some small way or big way. And how can they get started on owning a social enterprise? What things should they look for in order to do that? Yeah, I think the best way is to start to look at other businesses that are doing that and then really figure like, do do I want to do this same model? Because the reason that a, a social impact business exists is to incite some type of change, right? So when people ask me, like, how should I get started? What should I do? I'm like, well, what are you passionate about? What's the one thing that you want to change in this world to make for the better? Because if you're really passionate about it and you care about it that much, then, I mean, all of us know this also in business, you're going to be successful at it because you care. How do you translate that? Give me an example of someone who has a passion that might not be related to a social enterprise because that's the tricky part, right? Yeah. I mean, I'll take our business, for example. I think it's a great example. Okay. Um, So human resources, trafficking survivors. Where is the connection there? Yeah, where is the connection? Okay, let me hear this. (laughs) I'm interested. So um, quickly, what our business does besides human resources consulting is we provide free job readiness courses and classes to nonprofits who help trafficking survivors. Ah. Human resources professionals are the 
perfect person to teach you how to build a resume, what not to do, how to interview, what not to do, right? How to network, how to use LinkedIn, and also always what not to do in these situations. And I'm assuming some PTSD therapy too, right? Some kind of traumatic survivor experience person. To you help. hit the nail on the head. Everyone okay. in this organization goes through trauma-informed training before they do any of this work. And so it's like, that's how those two things came together. Now, uh, did this happen overnight? Was it easy for me to come to this like whole program? No, it took years and years <laughs> yeah, for me to figure. I'm sure. So that's why I'm saying back to the answer to the, the question. It's like, look at the, not, the uh, social impact models that you like, you love. And there's some big ones out there, like Tom's, for example. That's like the, the Cadillac of all of this sort of, you nice. know, one, you know, every shoe you buy, a shoe goes to a kid in a third world country. So. Cool. Yeah. And so I want to hear three actionable advice or insights for people wanting to jump into social enterprise that you would offer an entrepreneur mm-hmm. listening. Yeah. So um, the first one, uh, pick something you're passionate about, mm-hmm. right? The second is start to really look into other social impact models um, and, and see how they work. And then three is conceptualize on your own what yours would look like. And this is where you can really dream big. Because the sky's the limit. Once you start seeing what other impact businesses are doing, you can see what the possibilities are for your own. So it's really like emulating what's out there, but in your own way, with your own passions. That's really smart. And what I love about your company, too, is that you guys donate so much to charity. What what, what made you decide, okay, well, now I'm going to start giving back to to charities and nonprofits. What uh, What was the catalyst for that moment? I mean, it's just something in my heart that I've always had my whole adult life. So that's one of them. Oh, what a cry. Um, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> um, and then, and then the other is, so we dedicate 2% of our top line revenue to the program wow. and to the donations that we do. So some of them are specific focused on, on eradicating the world of trafficking. Um, it's a great yeah. cause. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, that's amazing. So, um, where can people find out more about your company and, uh, what what do you want to leave everybody with? Yeah. Um, you can find us on the internet at <laughs> be the change org or any of the social media platforms at be the change HR. Love it. And um, anything you want to leave our entrepreneurs who are interested in social enterprise? Yeah. You know, if you are interested in starting a business like ours and you want someone to kind of spitball some ideas with, just hit us up on any of those platforms and say, Hey, Leilani said, that I could reach out and ask for this advice and I'd be happy to talk with anyone and help them on that journey. You heard Leilani come after her online and ask her for advice and she'll be glad to help you. <laughs> awesome. Thanks for being here. This was fantastic. And uh, be the change HR.org. Check her out online and be the social enterprise you want to be, right? Be the change you want to see. Yep. I love it. Yep. Awesome, Leilani. Thanks. And as always, I'll see you guys in the next episode. Hope you enjoyed the episode. If you learned something today, please support this podcast by subscribing to it, sharing it with your friends, and leaving a five-star review. You can learn more about me at jasonsherman.org, where you'll find information about my book, also called Strap on Your Boots, available on Amazon, as well as my course called Startup Essentials on Udemy or Skillshare. I'll see you at next week's episode.